0: it seems that this chapter of Likut Imran will take at least a few Shurim and it has some very exceptional concepts in Avodah Hashem and, and about the foundations of Yiddishkeit that Rabbi Nizal is going to present in this Torah. Rabbi Nizal bases this Torah in Likut on a Pesach in Chumash, where it discusses the brothers of Yosef HaTzadik leaving him in Mitzrayim, <laughs> And the Pesach says, Vayichi heim meirikim sakehem. The brothers of Yosef HaTzadik were emptying out their sacks. Vihine ish tzroer kaspoi besakoi. Each person found, each one of them found a bag of silver in his sack. Vayiru es tzroer kaspehem heimov avihem They saw their bags of silver and they became afraid. Vayoim lohem yaakoi vavihem. And Yaakov Avinu, their father, said to them, Oysi shikaltem, that you're you're killing off my children. Yosef Enenu, Yosef HaTzadik is no longer here, Veshimoin einenu, and Shimoin is no longer here, V'Sbinyomen Tikohu, and now you want to take Binyomen down to Mitzrayim? Olay hoyu kulono, all of this is on me. All of this is my suffering. We're going to come to this later at the end of the Torah, Rabbein is going to explain how these Pesukim tie in to what we're going to learn about. But for now, let's start. Rabbein Hazal begins, Ki i lekabel kim al Fear of Hashem and love of Hashem it's impossible for a person to acquire unless they receive it from the tzaddikim of the generation. This in itself is an incredible statement for a person to know that if they think that this is something that they're, de- they're going to develop on their own, Rabbein is all saying that a person is sorely mistaken. Because, <coughs> for example, we say in the davening in the morning, in Uvola which we say after Ashrei, we say, Hu yiftach libeinu b'sayrosoi, v'yoseim b'libeinu ahavosoi May Hashem open up our hearts to His Torah and place inside of our hearts Avo and Yirah. We see right there that these qualities, these attributes, these midis of Ava Hashem and Yirah Hashem is something that Hashem has to put inside a person. It doesn't come by itself and it doesn't come by the person putting it in there. It's Hashem who has to put it in there. Here, Rabbi Nezal adds an extra requirement in terms of letting us know where a person has to go to get these items. Rabbein Asal says that Yirah and Avo it's impossible to achieve other than through the tzadikim of the generation. ha-megale ha-Yira vi avô, because it's the tzadik of the generation, the leading tzadik of the generation, he's the one who reveals the yira and avo. Now Rabbenazal is going to start a very long explanation. Kihat Sadik Tomid Legalois Hashem Is The tzadik is always searching to, to reveal the will of Hashem. To find out, to discover what Hashem wants, the Ratsoin of Hashem. Hashem because in every single item, there is found in that item the rotzyn of Hashem. ha habriyah. This applies to the entire creation. ma yeah. Hashem The fact that Hashem wanted to make a bria, wanted to make a creation, it's obviously for a purpose. And it's obviously part of the rots of Hashem if Hashem wanted to do this, there's a reason behind Hashem's the thein be protetehab, and so too, in each and every individual piece of the creation, the animals separately, the birds separately, the the plants separately, each and every single part of the creation, the whole dover of befrat, yesh rotzain hashem is. In each and every single detail within the Bria, there's found the rotzoyin of Hashem. Dahayinu, kach, The fact that Hashem wanted this item to look exactly like this. A table should look exactly the way a table looks in this form, with this strength, and with this nature. The nature of wood, in that it burns. The nature of metal, in that it doesn't bend, unless you use extraordinary, <coughs> a very heavy force to do it. And Hashem wanted a different item in the Bria to, ha- to look a different way and to have different properties and a different nature. So each one of these items... Is, is an example of the rut sign of Hashem. That it was Hashem's rut sign that this should look exactly like this and that should look differently. This, sh- a lion, should behave a certain way and a cat should behave completely differently. The tzaddik is the one who's always searching. To to get to understand these ritzoynoy of Hashem lahasig Veleda, ritzon Hashem to be to get to understand and to know Hashem's ritzoyin in each and every single item. Kegoin, for example, mipnei Hoya hoye ritzon Hashem isborach koach Why is it that Hashem wanted a lion bedafka? To have such strength and such power. And why is it that the lion has to look exactly this way? To walk on all four and and to have the, the, the male lion has a mane, a shaggy mane of hair, the female doesn't. And the exact, the color of the lion, all the different properties of it. Why is it that Hashem wanted a lion to look this way and to act this way, to behave a certain way? And a little fly, who is very weak. It's the weakest. Thing. And it has a completely different nature and a completely different behavior from a lion. A lion can't fly, and a little fly, a mosquito, can fly. All the differences that we find about them. The be proteus. And this can even go to a further level of detail. Within the lion himself. Why is it that one part of the body of the lion looks a certain way, the feet of the lion look a certain way, and another part of the body, the tail of the lion, looks and acts completely differently. The fact fact that the tail can curl up Whereas the feet can't, the feet are locked into a straight position. All these, all the differences that we find in what Hashem made within these specific evorim within within each part of the bria, v'chein kol habruim sheba'olam. and so too within all the different creations of the world. Doimeim Tsoimeach, Chaimedaber. medaber. Doime means the inanimate objects. tsoimeach means those things that grow, the plants. Chai means the animal kingdom. Medaber means people. Shebekulam yesh shinuyim. rabim le'in mispor, Within each one of these groups, each one of them is completely, completely different from the other one. An animal and a plant act completely differently. V'chein and even within each one of these groups, within the Tzimeach, also, yeshpoish m rabimba prote protias ben kolavr Vever. There there are tremendous differences between one part and the other part. But let's say in a tree, what the trunk of the tree looks like and how the leaves look like. Picture they're both part of the same thing. How is it that Hashem made this one item which is made up of wood which can't bend? And a leaf you can bend, you can curl it, you can blow on it and everything. And the same thing is true about the grasses and the trees and all the different details of creation. Yesh Within all of them there are tremendous differences in and how they look and in how strong they are and in how they behave what their, what their behavior patterns are and all of this is based on the sign of Hashem the fact that Hashem wanted this to be like this and Hashem wanted that to be differently Hashem wanted that this should be like this and the other items should be different the tzaddik is the one who's looking for these retzoynois. He's looking for the rotzoynois of Hashem. Uh, one second. Let's stop here for a second. Now note, a person would say, if you look at other Torahs on the Kutimran, or if you look at the Gemara, you see that, 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 that there's a different word that's used in terms of what the purpose of the creation was, and what we're looking for in this world, what we're looking to accomplish. There's a Mishnah at the end of Perk that says, Everything that Hashem created in this world, He created for one purpose, for His own respect. We say in the morning in Uvo Blessed is Hashem who created us for His kavod. What are you hacking me a chinik for now with this rotzain business? The answer is there's a Gemara that says rotzaini zehu kveidei. That another word that means kavoid is rotzain. When a parent tells a child do this, how does the child how does a child show that it respects the parent, or how does a Talmid show that he has respect for a Rabbi, or how does a worker show that he has respect for his boss? by knowing what the boss wants and fulfilling it the kium of the rutsin that in itself is kavoid that's the best example of kavoid rutsinai zehu kvoid so here rabbenza is giving us a different example a different version of a similar concept, where here he's bringing out this concept of how, instead of using the term that the kovod the of Hashem is found within every part of the Bria, another way of looking at it is that the sign of Hashem is found, because the kovod of Hashem is in the beauty of the item, etc. The sign <coughs> of Hashem is that the fact that Hashem wanted this item to exist number one. And number one, he wanted it to exist exactly like this, completely different from something else. That's all the sign of Hashem, which is synonymous sometimes with the kovod of Hashem. How can you compare over here? First of all, a person can how's
1: person sort of know why Hashem wanted
0: this so, When you say in terms of how do we know that this is something he's supposed to do, the Zohar Kodesh says, Moshe Rabbeinu was once asked, why did Hashem create the world? And Moish Rabbeinu answered with three words, Begin the Yishtem in lay," so that we should get to know Him. So that one of the most important reasons why we exist in this world is for us to get to know Hashem. What do I want to know about Hashem? The answer is, the most important thing I want to know about Hashem is what does Hashem want? That's the most important thing. Because once I know that, and if I'll be able to do that, I'll be accomplishing... the the most important accomplishment that I could possibly accomplish. How do I get to know the Ratzon of Hashem? The Ratzon of Hashem is malubash in the Torah. The Torah is a pamphlet that describes everything Hashem wants. Hashem wants you to be friendly to your neighbor. Hashem wants you not to tell lies. Hashem, all the different things. That's one place where the Ratzon of Hashem is described. And number two, the Ratzon of Hashem is malubash in every single part of Bria Soilam. Every single item of creation is plugged into the Ratzon of Hashem. The rabbis of the Gemara once said that even if we didn't have a Torah, by studying the Bria, we would be able to know the different mitos and everything. We would be able to learn from a cat and we would be able to learn this from this animal. They just gave a few examples of how deeply they looked at the Bria and were able to understand why Hashem created a cat. That a cat's outstanding meter is this item and that's part of the Ratzan of Hashem. Hashem loves Tznius and this item, this animal in particular exemplifies Tznius. That's just a baby example on our level of how we understand it. That Tzadikim, understand this much deeper. The Arizal was able to look at something, look at a cat, and be able to know where its neshama originated from, in other words, in all the different, all the reasons as to exactly why this item is in the world, and why it's in the world as a cat, not as a bird, etc., etc. The Arizal gives some explanations regarding certain Averos. If a person is Oiver and Yisar of bosor Becholov, the Arizal says the person comes back begilgal as a Gdi, as a goat. And he brings a remez from the Pesach, Lo Gdi, Bechalei Vimoi. That's one remez he brings. And he brings a few Gematriois to show this. So when you look at a goat, you see one thing. When an Arizal looked at a goat, he understood that the goat represents the symbol of this mitzvah in the Torah, the Iser of Basar Becholov. And why did Hashem want specifically Basar Becholov to be separate? Why is it that Hashem doesn't get nervous when I mix peanut butter and jelly? That doesn't upset Hashem. And when I mix meat and milk, it does upset Hashem. What's the difference? If Hashem doesn't like mixtures, then all mixtures are no good. The fact that this is all the sign of Hashem, which has secrets in it and and, and deep things that could teach us how to perfect ourselves, etc. That's how you come to understand how great Hashem is. I gave you the example of a cat. A cat is something that you... To look for what's important in the cat. What's important in the cat is its midah. It's how quietly it moves around. And it's... Exactly. Because who created all of these? Hashem. So there is elokus. There is some form of Hashem in each one of these things. There's some form of toiv in each one of these things. It's a matter of looking for the toiv and understanding every single prat of the toiv that's found in these things. Now Rabbi Nezal says, how does the tzaddik do this? Like, where do you begin? Go start figuring out. You figure you need an encyclopedia, you know, of, of a million books to explain every part of the Bria. Rabbi Nezal says that the tzaddik has a trick, in a sense, in being able to understand every single part of Bria Salem. If he knows in one sentence why Hashem created the world, because of whom Hashem created the world, if there were one item for which Hashem made the whole Briya, then by studying that one item, I'll get to understand the entire Briya. And there is such an item. <laughs> Rabenal says, <speaking in Hebrew> to understand this, and to find the rod sign of Hashem in every part of the bria,,,, <speaking in Hebrew> Through the tsadik, being able to get to understand the pride that Hashem has in, in the Am Yisrael, Bechlal, in every single Yid, Befrat, and in every single part of every Yid, Befrat, once that Sadiq gets to understand that, that's the key that he uses to open up the door to understanding the entire world, the entire Bria, everything. And Rabbi Nitzel is going to explain why. Ki kol ha'olam kuloi elo Bishvil Yisrael. We know as a fact, the Gemara says, that the whole world was created just because of B'nai Yisroel. K'mo Yishikosuv, as the Posik, the first word in the Chumish, Bereshis. Bereshis, b'oro lekimah sashmai Be means because of. Because of Reshis, Hashem created heaven and earth. The Gemara Darshans, "Bishvil Yisroel, shenikra Reshis. There's a Posik that says, "Kodesh Yisroel Hashem that one of the nicknames of Am Yisrael is Racious When it says Be-Reishis, because of the Am Yisrael, Hashem created heaven and earth. The whole Bria is because of the Jews. Because the Gemara says that the, the Yidden were the first thing Hashem thought of, before he decided to do any creating of the world, the first thought that came to mind was that there was going to be an Amis Royal. And it's for them that Hashem went ahead and came forth with this whole Bria. shashim <speaking in> hahisparus <Hebrew> Hashem foresaw, Hashem saw into the future the pride and the nachas, the pleasure that he would get from the Amis Royal. As the, says, the Jewish nation of which Hashem, in which Hashem takes such pride in them. Hashem is so proud of them. And it's because of the Yidden that Hashem created all the other nations and all the other animals and plants and earth and machines. Everything in existence was created for the Yidden. Shekol Hoilom nivra rak bishvil hahisparus bisroy. The entire creation was created because of this pride that Hashem knew that he would be able to get from the amisra vizerhoyo habria that was the general purpose to the entire Bria Daino Hoyo. On a general level, on a total level, the purpose of the entire Bria was to help get to a a hisparus of the total Am Yisroel. Where Hashem would take pride in the Am Yisroel as a whole. The purpose of the whole creation was for the pride that Hashem would take in the Am Yisroel as a whole. And so, to regarding each specific piece of the creation. prote It corresponds and connects to a specific part of this pride that Hashem gets from an individual Yid. There's a certain pride that Hashem takes in the Ami Yisrael as a whole. You have an orchestra an orchestra that has a hundred instruments in it. It has ten trumpets, it has five violins, four cellos, a drum, a this, that. Each instrument plays on its own. Each instrument has a beauty, a, a pride, a hisparus of its own. Then when you put the, the whole thing together and they play, there's a, whole, there's, there's a different kind of thing that, that's formed when the whole thing blends together. Lahavdil, there's this hisparus of the Klai Yisrael, then there's the hisparus of the prat of each member of Klal Yisrael, and how that connects to each part of the bria, each individual piece of the bria. Kiyesh bechol echod mi miYisrael hisparus <laughs> bepratias, because in each and every individual yid, there is a pride that Hashem takes in that specific yid. Shashem Where, whereby Hashem gets a specific nachas and takes a specific kind of pride in this individual Jew. Even in the lowest yid. Even the Rishuim, the worst sinners in Kal Yisrael, a Poishaia is the worst type of avera. Calls man Sheshem Yisrael Nikra Olov, as long as he still has the, the word Yisrael on him, because if he's a sinner he's called a Poish Yisrael. So we see his, he still has the Shem Yisrael Olov. Rabinazal says as long as he still has the name Yisrael on him, Kinikra Yisrael, Hisparus proti Shashem there still exists an individual pride that Hashem takes in this individual yid. The chain be proteus, and then taking it down even to a smaller level, a lower level. Kiyesh bechol Aver Viever Ubechol Tnua Utnua Shall Y Spo shall his sparus achir. Kaviochel Hashem gets a different nachas from a yid's feet. Then he gets from the Yid's head. There's a possekin shirashirin, mayofu pa'omayich ban olim. How beautiful are the shoes on your feet. And the Gemara says this refers to the nachas that Hashem gets when he sees a Yid walking to shul, walking to hear a shir. He's using his feet to serve Hashem. Not his head, his feet. And there's a different nachas that Hashem gets when a person gets thoughts of depression in his his mind, thoughts of wanting to punch somebody, and he suppresses those thoughts. He fights the thoughts and he overcomes it. That's a different nachas that Hashem is getting from that different part of the body, from the head. So we see that there's a hisparus that Hashem gets from every individual ever of the body of the yid. And every single move that a yid makes Hashem gets another nachas. We know that the Torah says, Roshalomo sakereyecha, right? Roshal, why are you hitting your friend? What does the Gemara learn out from that? That the minute you pick up your hand to hit somebody, before you hit him, a yid picks up his hand, it's an avera. He, he insulted Hashem. He went, he broke the rot sign of Hashem. So when it comes to putting on tefillin, and a yid goes like this, a yid makes one turn. There isn't a, a nachas, a hisparus beprotius that Hashem gets from that turn, which is going to be one of the seven turns, which is going to correspond to the seven spheroids. This turn corresponds to chesed. Just a hand motion, moving your hand around, and Hashem is getting a hisparus from it. There are times that the smallest yid will make a little motion with his payas, he'll twirl his paya. And Hashem is getting tremendous pride, taking tremendous pride in this item. I think it's the Zohar Kodesh says that it says by Avram Avinu, Ekev asher shoma Avron bekoili. That Hashem said, to, I, Hashem said to one of the ovoys, either to Yitzchok or Yaakov, that I'm going to give you all kinds of good things. Why? Ekev asher shoma Avron bekoili. Because Avram Avinu listened to what I told him to do. No, it's the Arizal. The Arizal says that the word ekev, ayin kuf beis, is bigimatria twice payah. Payal of Pay is 86. Twice 86 is 172. That this refers to the mitzvah of Payos that Avram Avinu was makbed And that made him look different from the Goyim. One of the things that set him apart from the Goyim was the Payos. Nowadays, even Goyim have beards. There are Goyim that have beards, Goyim don't wear payas. Payas is one of the things that distinguishes a Jew from Lahavdullah Goy. So that this item, the payas, Hashem gets a special nachas. And sometimes a yid will just make a move with his payah, and Hashem will get a nachas from that. That the yid is touching this item that the Torah considers so choshuv. Vahat Sadiq. The tzaddik, because he's always searching and looking to find, and he's the one who's able to to recognize the pride that Hashem feels in every yid, because there's nobody that appreciates a yid and that loves a yid and that respects a yid as much as the tzaddikim do. The, the tzadikim are the ones who really understand the chashivos of a yid, and every part of his body, and every move that a yid makes. These tzadikim get nachas from, Bechlal, and the tzaddik finds this canal. Or or the tzaddik is the one who gets to understand the pride that Hashem gets from the entire Am Yisrael on a whole, from each individual Jew, and then from each and every single part of each individual Jew. The tzaddik is the one who's masig that to the greatest degree. Once that tzaddik gets to understand that, that opens the doors for him to be able to understand the whole rutzling of the entire bria because the Gemara did say beferish that Hashem's purpose in the total bria was for the total Am Yisrael. No question about that. And each and every single item in the Bria was created with the Rod sign of Hashem. corresponding to the Hisparus that Hashem has from each and every individual yid. Nimtsah. Therefore, what comes out of this is that Kishi Yoidea, who might say, Ha Shiesh, Be Israel, Bechlalo befratu Prote Proteus, Yoidea call her its Sinois, shesh Bechlalabria, Bechlalabria, Ube Proteabria, Ube Prote Proteus. So, therefore, once that Saddik is Zoicha, to learn and to understand the concept of the Nachas and the pride that Hashem takes in the total army Israel. And from each and every individual Yid, and from each and every single part of every single Yid, that is what he'll use as a key to be able to unlock all the mysteries of the entire Bria. That'll show him how the cats were created to serve the Yidin, and how the Mongolians and the Russians and the this and that, how, and the trees and the plants and the airplanes, how every single part of the Bria was created to correspond to this hisparus that Hashem gets from the Am now Rab Nosenzal is going to give is going to reword this a little and clarify it still a little bit more and you'll see in a minute at the end why Rab Nosenzal explains now this is the parentheses Ki ha Hisparus shashmisparach misparbi Israel What's the foundation of creation? The foundation of creation is this concept of Yisroel HaShabucho espoir. The Gemara says, beferish that the whole purpose of the Bria was the Ami Yisroel. What about the Ami Yisroel? The Nachas that Hashem would get from the Am Yisroel. The fact that Hashem foresaw that, that there would be some Tzadikim, in the Am Israel, who would do what Hashem would want, and they would fulfill the Ratzon of Hashem, and from them would come forth a Hisparus, both from the Tzadikim and the Beinanim and the Rashon, and even the Poish Yisrael, as we said earlier, calls man Sheshem Yisrael, Nikrolov, as long as he's still part of Yisrael, the Posik says about him, Yisrael Ashabichoy Spoyer, that from Yisrael comes Hisparus. So as long as he's still a Yisrael, there's going to be Hisparus from him and for, so and that was the shirish habria that was the foundation of creation hinu clolius hahisparus shel clolius israel mashashmisporach mespor im clolius israel the general pride that Hashem takes from the entire amisroel zehu shirish clolius kolabria bekhlal that's the foundation of the of the of the entire creation on a total level the chain protius ha hisparus, mashem isbarach, mispar im kolechut miyisrael be protius, and then the individual nachas gets from each and every single member of Klal Yisrael, each and every single one of the six hundred thousand neshamayim, ze who shairish shall oisay davar ha proti, shall habriyo shenivra b'shvil Zeh ha hisparus. That's the foundation of this. I, of that part of the bria that was created to serve that hisparus, there's a direct connection from this to that. The chain and so to on a more detailed level, shah hisparus, mikol aver the pride that Hashem would get from each and every single part of the body of every single yid, and from every move that a yid would make. Zehu shall Prote Proteus shall call aver the aver the Prote shall call That's the purpose and the reason behind every single part of every single item in the Bria, whether it be the leaf on the tree, or whether it be the toe of the lion, or whether it be the, the edge of the river, each and every single item corresponding. The basic concept is that the main the main reason for Hashem creating the world was because of the pride that Hashem would take with the Am Yisrael. The pride represents the fa- the purpose of the Bria on a general level, on a detail level, on every level, from the most general to the most proti. Prot- because the reason behind why Hashem wanted every single part of the Bria is perfectly corresponding to and perfectly aligned with the exact type of nachas and pride that Hashem would get from each and every single part of the Am Yisroel. Because if we are to look, let's say, at the world map, the entire map of the world, it corresponds to the total picture of Claudius Yisrael. How, when, and where? An example of this is the Zohar Kodesh says, "Tsirah de Ki kitzirah de that the way the Mishkan was designed, when we say that the Mishkan was designed with tremendous chachma, Betzalel ben, ben Eliyav, the, this genius who designed the Mishkan with such ingenuity, the Zohar Kodesh says that if a person would look at the Mishkan and understood how exactly how it was made, he would be able to know all the secrets of creation, how Bria Soilam took place. Literally, my was all hint, hinted to and included in the format of the Mishkan. And what was the format of the Mishkan? Obviously, it corresponded to the Am Yisrael. Everything plugs into the Am Yisrael. Just like we once said, the Zohar Kodesh says, that the picture of the human body corresponds to Hashem's name, Yudkei Vovkei. The head corresponds to the Yud. The five fingers on, on the hands correspond to the first hay of Yudkei Vovkei. The trunk of the body corresponds to a Vov. And the five toes on each foot correspond to the last hay we see that that we don't know everything. That just that there are certain things which you wouldn't imagine in your wildest dream. That the format of the human being, how the body is laid out, is bedafka matching a blueprint of how the name of Hashem is, and that the six hundred thousand neshamos of Klal Yisrael correspond to the 600,000 letter, the letters of the Sefer Torah. Each person is a letter. Which letter? According to what that person's function is within the Amis Royal, whether he's in the Navy or the Air Force or the Talmidi Chachamim or the businessman, that's what determines which letter of the Torah is and whether he's at the end or the beginning or whether he's on bottom or on top, each and every single aspect of this. So Rabbein Azal says now, the exactly the chain but on on all the different levels the alkane hat sadik alidation alidation moitse ha hisparus shashmis borch me kabo israel tomed bekhlalu beprato beprote proteis therefore the sadik by constantly discovering and and reaching new levels of understanding of this pride, this nachas, that Hashem is getting from the total Am Yisrael, from each member of Kar Yisrael, and from each part of that person, That allows the tzaddik to be able to understand the reasons behind every single part of creation that was created to correspond and to bring about this Nachas that would come from the Am Royal. Because Hashem's rotzoyin in the total creation corresponded to the nachas that Hashem would get from the total am Yisrael. Hashem's rotzoyin in each individual part of creation corresponds to the nachas that Hashem gets from each individual member of Israel. So a tzaddik who can read this he knows to match, this goes with this, this goes with this. This is why these people live in America. These people have to live in Eretz Israel, These people live in Russia. Why? Because that part of the creation, that place, corresponds to this Yid. And knowing the whole, that's in terms of places and times and temperatures and animals, showing the connection between each and every single one of these items. Rab'no Sanzar says, V'hovein hadvorim heitev. And on this, try to understand this very well. Because this is a very deep concept. If you'll be zocha to understand this, you'll get an idea as to how great Hashem is, how great the Am Yisrael is. And how great the tzaddikim are! Echem estaklem ba'olam. How tzaddikim look at the world. Sheyoydim bechol esev v'esev. V'chein bechol nivra sheba'olam. Tam tamunosay v'koychay v'anagosay beproto proti es v'kanaal. How the tzaddikim are zeha to be able to look at every blade of grass, a field that has millions of blades of grass, that tzaddik can look and know what each and every single individual blade of grass represents, how it corresponds to a yid or to part of a yid, and how it plugs into the hisparus that Hashem gets from B'nai Israel, and why the rotzine of Hashem was, bedafka that grass should be this short and green, and it should blow in the wind, not like an oak tree that's tall and thick and powerful and doesn't shake in the wind at all alkane he irakti laxur hadvorim radnosal says that's why i i i went big to elaborate on this and to review it mikoidel dakusam viam because this is a very delicate topic and it's a very deep topic this isn't simple next now we go back now Rabinazal says get a lot of ants to be, uh, worship him, and, this. and what's, what's the big deal? You know, Hashem we're all like little ants. And how much coverage can Hashem get? He's going you know, to uh, you know, get a lot of comfort from us um, being over him, and, and then he'll punish us if we do something wrong. We're all just like ants. Then. If we're so small compared to Hashem. But yet you see that that's not the case. You see that Hashem writes Yisroel HaShem Shabucho So obviously, even though we're so small, there's certain things about us that give us the chance to give Hashem nachas much more so than 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 tremendous things. For example, there's a Posik that says V'lig V'digloi Avo. V'digloi their flag. Hashem says, I love it. I love the flag of Bnei of, of, of the Eden. The Gemara Viliglugoi <laughs> that the word V'digloi could also mean Liglugoi. <laughs> Liglugoi means when somebody stutters. There are times that a person will walk into somebody's house and the baby will be saying, and the person will hear it and think that the baby is just uh, saying nothing. And the mother'll hear it, and she'll be so excited. She'll be jumping for joy. Why? Cause the baby said another sound. The the, the baby saying daddy. I mean, baby say. I didn't hear him say daddy. No, no, no. That's how he says it. He says da. Because the mother knows every time the father comes in, the baby says da. So the mother heard him say da. She gets all excited, etc. Because she knows that the baby's saying that. To somebody else looking at it, it looks like the dumbest. What's there to get excited? So what? The baby said da. But the mother of the child, because, she, because this came from her, and because she has such an attachment to it, any time she sees the child do the tiniest thing that, that's, that's any seichel, she gets an achas from it. Lahavdil, by Hashem, it's written about us, that we have a certain relationship with Hashem where Hashem looks at us like children. A person, again, somebody hits the home run, and somebody, a, 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 somebody sees him hit the home run and doesn't get excited. That person's father sees him hit a home run and he's jumping up and down and he's talking about it for weeks to all his friends. My son hit a home run. Why? Because he watched all the practice. He saw how much it took to get to this point where the child would know how to do it. These are all examples where to one person it's nothing and to somebody else it's a whole big deal. Kaviyochel, obviously Hashem understands more than anybody else the greatness of the Am Yisrael. You and I, this is what Rabbein is all saying here, that it's only the tzaddikim who azalechet to be masig this concept of the nachas that Hashem gets. To us it sounds like, what's the big deal? What does it impress Hashem if I don't eat steak and, and, and chocolate milk together? What difference does it make to Hashem? And the tzaddik is the one who azalechet to understand. He gets to learn the depth behind this, what it all means and what it all represents and how it does make a big deal, how it does make impress Hashem in a very big way, even more so than Malachim. The Gemara says, Bferesh, that a Malach could be billions of times bigger than the whole Am Yisrael put together, and yet Hashem isn't impressed anywhere near as much with a Malach as he is with a Yid. What a Yid does, because a Yid has Bechira, all the different reasons that the Torah describes, and again, the Tzaddikim understand this on the deepest level in terms of the Hisparus that Hashem takes from the Kla Yisrael. Now, Rabbi Nazal says, mm-hmm. through this, through the fact that the Tzaddik is to uncover the secrets and to be to get to understand, to reveal. The, the Nachas that Hashem gets with the Am Yisrael. And by doing that, the Tzaddik is to uncover the reasons behind every single part of the creation. That's how the Tzaddik is to reveal Yuro and Ahavo. Rabbi Nazal is going to explain this now. First, let's connect these two items, hisparus and yira. We'll show you what the connection is there. Rabbenazal says when the hisparus is nisgala, the yira is nisgala. Why? hisparus Just as when the yidden reveal that item which is the hisparus of Hashem, how we show off the beauty of Hashem. When that happens, there is a hisgalus of Yirah, there is a revelation of Yirah. Why? Rabbines, I'll prove it to you now. Ki ha-hisparus shel Yisroel hi What item is there that a Yid has that represents the beauty, the pride that we take in Hashem, in showing off our Hashem? It's the mitzvah of tefillin. That's the mitzvah with which we show off Hashem to the rest of the world. Because he bechinaz Tfilin shenikroim pe'er. We know that the nickname of tefillin in the Gemara, tefillin is called Pe'er. The Gemara quotes a possek by Yechezkel, Pe'ercha, Chavush Olecha. The Gemara says, Zud Tefillin. That, that means the tefillin. That Yechezkel was told that even when he'll be an ovel, he's required to wear Tfilin, Whereas another person who's an ovel doesn't wear tefillin during that period of time. So it, it says, Pe'ercha, Chavush Olecha. Pe'er is the nickname for the tefillin. So we see that tefillin is the symbol of Hisparus, of pride. And, and what does it say in our tefillin? Shema Yisroel Hashem alakeno, Hashem Echod. That's where we show off Hashem in the greatest way. We give Hashem the, the most outstanding praise that you could ever say about somebody, to say that you're one. There's nothing else like you. There's nothing that compares to you whatsoever. You're only one in the world. Hashem Echod. The nizgale yira, so that this keli which is called pe'er hisparus, we know that through this bedavka there is nizgale yira, yira. like the gemara says, How do we know that tfillin represent the tanks and the phantom jets? The whole strength of the am yisrael is the tfillin, the power. And strength of Am Yisrael's that fillin' Shenemar, because there's a pasuk that says, Vero Kol haoretz ki Hashem Nikro the All the nations of the world will see that Hashem's name is upon you, and they'll be petrified, they'll be afraid of you. The Gemara says, "Elu Shebaroish. Where is the shame Hashem Olecha? Where does the yid wear the name of Hashem on him? When he puts on the tefillin, the tefillin have in them 21 times Hashem's name in the tefillin shibaroish, chof alav askoris shibaroish askoris Hashem's name again and again. So we see that the hisparus, this keli that reveals hisparus Peer, also reveals yira, v'yoru mimeko they'll be afraid of you. Nimtzah shalidei hisgalos hahisparus shemisparam Yisrael imo isparach. When this item that represents the pride that we take in our Hashem, how proud we are of Hashem, and how we show off our Hashem with the tefillin, when that's nizgale, al that brings a, a a yira upon the world, upon all the nations of the world, right? So too, when there's revealed. The pride of Hashem. What's the pride of Hashem? Hashem's tefillin. And what's in Hashem's tefillin? The Gemara says, our tefillin praises Hashem to the hilt. What does Hashem tefillin praise? It praises us. Our hisparus is with <coughs> Hashem. Kaviochal Hashem's hisparus is with us. So Rabbein says, so too when the hisparus of Hashem is revealed, how Hashem is mispoir by Yisrael, sheze bechinas tfillin shal Hashem yisborach. That's the concept of the tfillin of Hashem. Kamoisham Razal, as the Gemara says in brochos minayin shakadosh brochum miniyach tfillin, and the Gemara proves it. The Gemara shows kibesi based beis tfillah that Hashem has a based tfillah and Hashem puts on tfillin. The Isa Shaman the says over there, Shatfilin and Shalashim is Kos bohem ha hissparus shehui is boach im mois royal wat's in ashemst fillin hashemst fillin shows off the pride that Hashem takes in the amis royal kidi isoshamm as the Gamorrah says over there shetfilin de mormo kossu Bohu Umi kam chois royal ki mi goi goddoil boret that's what Hashemst fillin says in it a de hasparus ha zois mis gale hyero she ashemis. When, ha- when our, our tefillin show off the greatness of Hashem, when we show that, what happens? Everybody becomes afraid of us. Therefore, the tefillin of Hashem, which show off Bnei Yisrael's Hisparus, what happens when Hashem shows that off? Everybody becomes afraid of Him. Everybody becomes afraid of Hashem. Look at the equation. Our tefillin, which show off Hashem's greatness, when we wear it, what happens? Everybody'll see it, and they'll become afraid of you, of the Yidden. The the pasuk says, by by showing off something that shows that shows the hisparus of Hashem, it it brings fear of us. Therefore, when we show off the hisparus of Hashem, Hashem's tefillin. What's Hashem's tefillin all about? Hashem's tefillin is all about the greatness of Bnei Yisrael. That's what Hashem's tefillin is all about. What is it saying, Hashem's tefillin? The greatness of Bnei Yisrael. When somebody is able to show that off, what does everybody become afraid of? They become afraid of Hashem. That brings a hisgalos of Yiras Hashem into the world milfon of That's what brings a hisgalus of yirah for Hashem into the world. Note again, our tefillin, which talk about the hisparus of Hashem, by showing that people become afraid of us, the tefillin of Hashem, which show the hisparus of us, everybody becomes afraid of him. So therefore, a tzaddik who's the one who knows what's in Hashem's and better than anybody else, meaning he knows and understands the pride of that Hashem takes in Israel more than anybody else, He's the one who brings a Hisgalus of Yira into the world. Through him is Nizgale Yiras Hashem, Yira shumayim. He's the one who has the key to be Megale Yira for Hashem into the world. Nizgale HaYira Al Shinane Shachak. And then Hashem's fear and awe is spread and revealed even upon the Malochim on high. We'll hold it it over here for now because now Rabbeinazal is going to go into an an additional concept now of explaining that even Kaviochel by a king whom everybody fears and respects, even by a king, there are different times. When a king is dressed one way, they have a certain respect for him. And when there's a royal coronation or something else and the king really dresses up and comes out with all his armies, there's a whole different respect for him. So too, by Hashem and Sadikim, there's a similar concept. We'll hold it over here. We'll continue from here next time. N- not Tefillin. Not Let's start first from what Rabbi Nezal said, that the key to understanding the Bria is understanding the hisparus that Hashem takes in the Am Yisroel. Point number one. That we understood, right? We explained it really well. Now, Rabbi Nezal says, put that on hold. What is hisparus? Hisparus is Tefillin. Tefillin is pe'er. This hisparus is two directional. It works in two directionals, in two directions. There's the pride that we take in Hashem. There's the pride that Hashem takes in us. Two different things. And the Gemara discusses these two concepts. The Gemara says that the yidn wear tefillin, and what's in the yidn's tefillin? All, all saying all kinds of good things about Hashem. And the Gemara says, what's in Hashem's tefillin? Hashem also wears tefillin. What's in Hashem's tefillin? Saying all kinds of good things about Am Yisroel. Put that on hold. Now, this tefillin of Hashem that's saying all kinds of good things about Am Yisroel... That's what we said before, if you remember, that the tzaddik is the one who zaychet to be masig all the good things about Am Yisrael, which was the whole tachlis of the briya. So the tzaddik is the one who's being masig Hashem's tefillin. He's the one who's reading that thing really clear and everything. Put that on hold. Now Rabbi Nazar says just like our tefillin, not leave Hashem's tefillin. Just like our tefillin, have the koyach to be megali yira, yira for who, yira for us. Tefillin is megale. Tefillin throws a fear on the opponents of the one who's wearing them for him. So just like our tefillin, the Gemara Darshans, that when a yid wears tefillin, everybody becomes afraid of the yid. So to kaviochel when Hashem wears tefillin everybody becomes afraid of Hashem. What, what means Hashem wears tefillin? <coughs> that means the hisparos, that the tzaddik is masig, the greatness of Klaw Yisroel. Because that's what Hashem's tefillin is all about. Hashem's tefillin is all about the greatness of the Am Israel. When the tzaddik comes forth and reveals the greatness of the Am Israel, it means he's got Hashem's tefillin in his hands. If he has Hashem's tefillin in his hands... He's the one who's in a position to show fear of Hashem to the world better than anybody else. Perfect equation. You know, like you... Go, go, do not go argue with this, like. Go, do not go argue with this, like. There are Yud in hourly Kutem runs, it's page 50, the right-hand column, seven lines down from the top, where Rabbein says, Ki be'emes mi'lifne ha-melech. That's the best we can do. It's the middle of a paragraph. Just to give a, a short review, Rabbein Hazal started off this Torah by saying that it's impossible for a person to have yirah or a- Yirah and Ahavah without the Tzadiki Hadoir, because the Tzadiki Hadoir are the ones who reveal the Yirah and Ahavah. That was the opening statement. And then Rabbeinazah went into a major discussion about one of the major avoiders of Tzadikim being to, be to, to try to get to understand Hashem's rotzain in the Bria, what Hashem wanted out of the creation of the world, both on a general level. In other words, if a person wanted to be able to make a general statement, why did Hashem create the world, to be able to answer that question perfectly well, then to be able to take each and every single item in the Bria, each and every category, whether it be all the human beings, all the animals, all the birds, and to be able to come to understand why Hashem created each specific category, and then to be able to understand why Hashem created each individual bird, and each individual lion, and each individual tree, and then to be able to understand within each individual being in the Bria, why Hashem created each and every part of it and why the legs look a certain way and the eyes look completely different and the head looks different, Hashem could just as easily have made, let's say, the hands and the feet exactly the same length. Why did he make it, Badafka, that the hands are a certain length, the feet are a different length, the nose is a certain length, the ears are a different length. Every single part of this, to be to get to understand this, this is one of the avoiders of tzaddikim. To be to be masig and megale Hashem's Ritzinois in every aspect of the bria, beklolius, beprotius, and beprotoprotius. Rav Ben said, "How do they come to know this? We know that the Gemara makes a statement, a simple statement, that that." Why did Hashem create the world? B'shvil Yisroel. Bereshis, because of Reishis, which is one of the nicknames of Kalal Yisroel, Kodesh Yisroel Hashem Rashis Tvosei, because of the Am Yisroel, Hashem created the entire world, which means that everything in the Bria must be plugged into the Am Yisroel. So if al to come to understand the Am Yisroel, Automatically, I'll be able to use that to be able to understand the entire Bria. What, what do I want to understand in the Amis Royal? Rabban Azal says, what I want to understand is the Hisparus that Hashem takes in the Amis Royal. The pride that Hashem feels from the Amis Royal both on a general level where the Torah makes a blanket statement Yisroel asher becho espoir the jewish nation which is different from all the other nations of the world asher becho espoir in this nation i take pride so hashem's making a very definite statement that there's a hisparus in the entire klali Yisroel. then once we say that There's also a different hisparus that Hashem gets from every individual Jew. The word tiferes implies. Multicolored, multifaceted, not the same. <coughs> Teferis isn't when a room is painted all white or all black. Teferis is when there's a mix of colors. The Zohar Kodesh calls it Hagavnin, a combination of different colors being blended together to give off beauty, to radiate beauty. That's the Am Yisrael, which consists of, the Posek says in the beginning of Parshas Nitzovim, Atem Nitzovim Hayoim, Kulchem Lefne Hashem Rosh Shivtechem, ziknechem, Techem, v'chol zikne Yisrael, and then it says mechoiteveitzeho, ad Mecho. It lists over there ten different categories, and the Zohar Kodesh says that this speaks about the ten different groups of Yidden, ten different categories, different levels. Each one, Hashem is taking a different hisparos from. He's getting a different type of nachas from the ones who sit from the rabbis. From the businessmen, from the mothers, from the the nurses, from the doctors, from all the different groups of people, there's an individual hisparus that Hashem is getting from each and every one. And then Rabbeinu says, "There's the hisparus that Hashem gets from every individual aver of a yid's body." And Rabbeinu took it so far to say that when a yid twirls his peis. There's a certain nachas that Hashem gets just from that alone, where we know that Torah makes a very big deal about the peyos of a yid. We mentioned this in last week's shir. So that there's a hisparus that Hashem gets from every individual aver. So Rabbi Nezal says, the tzaddikim, who are the ones who are zeched to have a true appreciation for the Am royal, where they're the ones who really appreciate and respect the Am Royal on a whole and every individual yid and every single part of every individual yid, through their appreciation for that, that's what gives them the power to be able to expand that and explode that and use that as a blueprint for understanding the entire Bria. This was Rabbein Zal's general statement, talking about this hisparus. That Hashem gets from Kali Yisroel, and using that to be able to understand the rot sign of Hashem in the entire Briah on all levels. Then Rabbein went on to say that this item, Hisparus, actually breaks down to two categories, because Hisparus is miloshin Teferes. Teferes is a combination of Chesed and Gevura, just like Yaakov Avinu is a combination of Avraham and Yitzchak. Avram of Inu represents Chesed. Yitzchak of Inu represents Gevura. Yaakov Avinu represents Tiferis. The combination of both. M S Tiferis, those are all those things. Here also, Rabbi says that this Hisparus splits out into two categories. Yira and Ahavu. And Rabbi Nislam went on to prove this. He started, what we covered last week was the Yerah portion. We know that one of the mitzvahs in the Torah that's called Hesparus is Tfillin. The pasuk says, And the Gemara says, that's the Tefillin. The Tefillin are called Peer. What do tefillin generate? What do tefillin radiate? They radiate Yerah. The pasuk says, kol Hoamim ki Hashem That the nations of the world will see that Hashem's name is upon you, and they'll be afraid of you. The Gemara says, "Elu shebroish." That's the tefillin. The tefillin which are called tiferes pe'er, the tefillin radiate Yerah. And Rabbeinu Salaam went on to explain what do our tefillin say in them? Our tefillin speak of the hisparus of Hashem. Our tefillin speak of of the pride that we take in our Hashem. What pride do we take in our Hashem? We say, Hashem Alekenu, Hashem Echod. He's one. There's no such thing as duplicating Hashem. There's no such thing as two like Him. He's the only one like that in existence. That's the greatest praise you could ever say about anything. So our tefillin, which have in them the hisparus of Hashem, they cause nations of the Goyim to be afraid of us. Our tefillin, which contain in them a description of the pride that we take in Hashem, cause the Goyim to be afraid of us. Rabbeinu Nezal says, therefore, the tfilin of Hashem, because the Gemara does say that there's our tefillin, there's Hashem's tefillin. The tefillin of Hashem Which have in them, what? The tefillin of Hashem have in them the hisparus of B'nai Yisroel. The Gemara says, our tefillin write about Hashem's greatness. Hashem's tefillin writes about B'nai Yisroel's greatness. Hashem's tefillin say in them, Who is like the Jewish people? They're one in the world. So Hashem's tefillin, which have in them the hisparus of B'nai Yisroel, Hashem's tefillin radiate, Yira for Hashem, our tefillin, which, which have praise of Hashem, make people afraid of us. Kaviochel the tefillin of Hashem, which have in them the hisparus of Bnei Israel, radiate fear of Hashem. Yiras Shamayim. Therefore, Aben said the tzaddikim who are masig this hisparus that Hashem takes in Bnei Israel, meaning the tzaddikim who are busy with this concept of Hashem's tefillin meaning with coming to understand how great the Am Yisrael is, how good they are and everything, which is what Hashem's tefillin is all about, they're the ones who are megale. Yerah Shomayim in the world. They're the ones who are in the best position to shine this Yira for Hashem into the world. Just like our tefillin, which had in them the Esparus the of Hashem, radiated Yerah for Bnei Yisrael. so too the tefillin of Hashem, which have in them the Esparus of Bnei Yisrael, radiate Yira for Hashem. Who are the Who are the masters of Hashem's tefillin? The Tzadikim. Because they're the ones who are constantly busy Rising in different levels of understanding of the hisparus of Bnei Yisrael, which is the concept of the Tfilin Shilakodeshborhu. Hu. This is what we covered so far. Now Rabbi Nezal is going to explain the other side of this. That's where this hisparus radiates Yira for Hashem. And therefore the masters of this hisparus, the Tzadikim, who are the ones who are zechut to understand this and constantly be speaking of this, this pride that Hashem takes in the Yisrael, they're the ones who are the masters of Yira Shomayim. In other words, fear of Hashem. If anybody wants to learn Yira for Hashem, they have to go to them to get it. And now Rabbi Nezal is going to show how the same thing Applies to the Mead of avo that if a person wants to be able to draw avo, the avo also comes from this hisparus package. Now Rabbeinu explains, "Ki beemes milifne hamelech hakoil v'charedim." The fact is, everybody is afraid and trembles for the king. Ah Afal Pikain, now note this was written in the seventeen hundreds. Nowadays you say the word Prime Minister and everybody cracks up. You say the word President of the United States and there are people that spit or people that get hysterical laughing. Now the concept of a leader of a country is is monkeys. It's it's nineteen eighty four, right? That that book where the monkeys and the pigs takes take over. It's a di- animal farm. It's a different concept of leadership. Once upon a time, there was a concept of a king whom everybody was in awe of, the king of of, uh, France, the king of England, where there was such respect and such fear, people would hear his name and they would tremble because they knew the power of a king at that time. A king wanted to put a city to death. He was able to do it. Today, if the president wants to blow his nose, he's got to ask the Senate and the House of Representatives. He's got to get permission from like 400 different people. But I'm saying, once upon a time, when there was a concept of a memshola, of a king, there was this concept that, You have to rely here on your knowledge of history, to know that there was a concept like this of people being in awe, in fear of the king, of the ruler of a country. We know you read that once upon a time, a few hundred years ago, there was such a thing. <laughs> but still, even in those days, when they were really a fear, afraid of kings, <laughs> on the birthday of a king... On a day where he made a tremendous celebration, where the king would put on his most elegant clothes. Then when he would come out and face the people in his royal robes, everybody would feel his presence and fear his presence much more by seeing him than when they simply thought about him. Because even though, before they saw him, yesterday, or a week ago, when they didn't see him, they knew about him, and there was a certain respect for him. When somebody sees something... There's no question at all that it affects them much, much more than when they know about it. When a person hears that there's a building that's 103 stories high, there's a World Trade Center or an Empire State Building and it's so tall, fine, you say, great, there's a very tall building. But when you're standing in front of that building, literally right in front of it, and you're looking straight up, and you see how high that goes, how straight it goes up, where it looks from the bottom exactly as if this thing is reaching into Shemayim, there's no question at all that you're much more impressed by seeing it than by hearing about it. Pirish, Rab Nossam explains, (laughs) anything that a person sees with their eyes, the nefesh is much more impressed by that than if the person knows about it without having seen it. as is brought in kegoin, for example, When they tell a person about the greatness of the king, afal even though the person hears it and he understands what you're saying, afal Still, the person doesn't feel so impressed and so afraid of the king. As when he sees the king marching, with the army, with thousands of soldiers, and the band playing in front of him, and seeing these soldiers marching in perfect order, and seeing their loyalty for the king, the king just raises his hand and suddenly all the soldiers raise their hand at the exact same second, and the king makes a motion for everybody to be silent, and in one second, 10,000 soldiers become perfectly silent, like again, like you saw in the movies, or like you heard in history, the way it once was, not like today where the king, the, the president shows up and they're all laughing or giggling or asking who, which, which guy is he. We're talking about, again, where once upon a time when this was all serious. So then when a person saw that, there's no question at all that they were filled with a fear. It was something awesome. It was a sight to see. You hear about an army of 600,000 soldiers, things like that, marching, Roman legions, marching marching towards Israel, and, and the, the strength, the power it, that the earth trembled when they marched, and a general leading them, the kind of respect that they had for him, they were ready to be killed, or to, or to kill anybody out of respect, the, the, the loyalty that they had for their leadership. Rabenal says, the alkane and therefore, Ah, Ki nefsh, mispal, yoy seraide because there's no question at all that the nephish of a person is impressed much more by saying it than by hearing about it. The alkane, therefore,Aidei, shahat Sadik, Megala, hahisparus, Shemisparaabiisroy, through the fact that the Sadik reveals. he's megale." V'hisparos, the pride that Hashem takes in B'nei Royal. sheze bechinas yoim hoilodas That's this concept of the birthday of a king, when the king comes out and shows himself. Yoim genusi the day of the coronation of the king. samalchus Birthday means when his kingdom was born. In other words, when his kingdom is nishadesh. Because we know that when we talk about the Malchus of Hashem, to say that Hashem is king over some other yo-yo nations, that's nothing, that's meaningless. The Ikra Malchus of Hashem is Tolu in Bnei Yisroel, through the fact that the Yidden accept Hashem's authority. Those that accept the authority of the king, those are the ones who amamlechim. Ki ein melech beloyam, because we have this rule that you can't have a king without a nation that's loyal to him, that accepts his authority. Then he becomes a king. person goes into the forest and yells, I'm king, it's baloney, it's a joke. Kingdom is toloi in the subjects, in the ones that accept him as king. So therefore, Hashem's malchus is dependent on Bnei Israel. The hisgalus of the hisparus of Bnei Israel is the hisgalus of the malchus of Hashem, literally. Then, on the birthday of the king, which means this concept of the pride of Bnei Israel being shown off because they are the Malchus of Hashem. What's, when we talk about showing off the kingdom, showing off the kingdom of Hashem means showing off Bnei Israel because they are the kingdom of Hashem. They are the, the Levush of Hashem, Kabiyochel. Oz then anybody that gets to see that becomes very impressed. al and the fear of the king falls upon anybody that sees this. Va'filu al shinane even on the malachim, even they become filled with fear and awe when there's a hisgalus of the malchus of the king, meaning a hisgalus of the hisparus of Bnei Yisroel. This is what the Pesach means in Tehillim when the Pesach says, al Yisroel ga'avosoi, meaning, kishenigle ge'usoi Vitifartoi al Yisroel, when Hashem's glory and hisparus and pride is revealed on Bnei Israel through Bnei Israel, azai Viuzoy Bashokim zebchinas We know that Oiz means power, strength. That's a concept of something that radiates fear. As, the, as like the Gemara says, minayin fillin, Tfillin is called Oiz because the goyim see it, they become frightened. So at this time, when there's a izgalus of the hisparus of Mnei israel Hashem's fear is shown even on the Malochim. Because one who sees this, this hisparus becomes really impressed by it. Now, Rabbi Nezal says, through this hisgalus of hisparus, which leads to a hisgalus of yira, there's also automatically a hisgalus of the rotzyn of Hashem, which is a concept of avo, and he's going to explain now why. Rabbi Nezal says, Ki chen derech ha-melech. Because this is how the kings usually act. And again, people that know about history know that this is the way it was. What did the king do on his birthday? He would come out and face the nation like with thousands of soldiers and all the officers and all of them dressed in their most royal clothing, perfect uniforms, and each one sharp in a way that people would see it. They were overcome with awe. And then what did he do? The king puts on his royal robes. And all the people are filled with tremendous fear and awe. And everybody trembles before the king. And then what happens? What does the king do then? When everybody's in this state of fear the king makes a speech and he tells the people what he wants on that day he would announce to the people that he wants only good for them and he wants to do things to help them and he wants to make their life better all the different great things that he's going to do for the kingdom and Matonois and the king on that day gives out presents, gifts, to every single one of his officers, or every single one of his subjects, each one on their level. Like the story with Paro in the Chumash, when it was his birthday, he gave out gifts, he gave out pardons, the one that was in prison, the Saramashkim, he pardoned him for his crime, different gifts that the, the king gives out on his birthday. When he's showing off all of this. Yira, immediately afterwards, there's a show of avo to the people. According to the ritzoin, according to the positive feeling, the nachas, and the love that he feels towards every single person in his kingdom. This is all a concept of avo. Just as we explained earlier that through the tzaddik being able to be Megala, being able to understand and reveal to the world the pride that Hashem takes in the Yom Israel, we said through that the tzaddik Mazeuchet come to understand what Hashem's reasons were and what Hashem's Rotzlein was in every single aspect of the Bria. Cain beyond Gnus de so too, on the day of the birthday of the king, Shooz who his galus a Hisparus. That's another way of saying when the hisparus of the king is revealed. Azai who his Gallus Rizoino yisborach. that's when the therutzoin of the king is revealed that's when he shows each one of the people his satisfaction the word means desire what he wants what I want from you and it also means the kind of satisfaction the nachas that I'm looking for from you and the king distributes gifts to them and he elevates each one Each one of them on on the day of his birthday, when he has an aliyah, in a sense, he's male, each one of his officers and each person in the kingdom on his level, he gives them something so that they should join in in his celebration, so that they should feel a love and, and a respect for the king's birthday. It's as if everybody in the kingdom benefits from the king's birthday. This is a concept of a revelation of avo for the king. Because in the beginning, when the king was first showing off his greatness, his royal robes, and his armies, and all his power, um, the first reaction of the people was to be filled with pachad fear. But then afterwards, when they see the rotzain of the king, they see how happy he is with them and how proud he is to see all the people coming out to celebrate and to clap and to shout, celebrating his birthday. The king congratulates them all and he gives them brachos and he gives them gifts. All the things that the king does on that day. Ayideze miscarvenay lova through that the people come close to the king and may come to love him so that there's this combination of first a yera and then an ahavo pirish kemoi shalide hahasparus shashimisporach mispire imisroil ayideze who you call her etsinois canal, kanal just as we explained last week that through the tzaddik being able to be Megala, the sparus, that Hashem feels in each every each part of Klal Yisrael, through that the tzaddik is to be Megala, the sign of Hashem, Hashem's kavono in Bria in every part of the creation of the world, so, too, through the other thing that comes from this, there are two things that happen as a result of this Hisgalus of the Asparus. Number one, that Sadi gets to understand the reasons behind every part of the creation. That's one thing that happens. A second thing that happens is that there's a Hisgalus of Yerah. When there's a hisgalus of hisparus, there's an automatic hisgalus of yira. And as a result of that hisgalus of yira, through that is hisgalus afterwards, the satisfaction, the nachas, the rotzoin that Hashem feels towards each and every single one of his subjects. Canal, And he brings them close with his rodzoin. Avo canal. This is the concept of avo. Note, you have four billion examples of this in the Torah. You have the example of the Mabul. The people were committing all kinds of terrible aveirois, Hashem sent Shefa to the world. Hashem sent water. The water, the Gemara says, if the people would have been good, if they would have done tshuva, it would have been Gishme bracha. They didn't do tshuva. The water came down in the form of boiling hot water that burned everything in its way, destroyed everything in the world. So there was some Hisgalus of Yirah boy. The only remnants of the world went rushing. What happens when a person becomes afraid? They run to hide. What did Noyach and his family do? That tzaddikim had to run into the teva to hide out, hiding out is a concept of Yira. Then Noach came out of the teva after the whole thing was over. This tremendous hisgalus of the hisparus, the world forgot about Hashem. Hashem gave him some good reminder to know that there's somebody behind that water pump. Everybody knew that. Everybody was reminded that there is a Hashem in the world when that mabul hit. So there was a tremendous hisgalus of hisparus, which brought Yera. Then afterwards, when Noyach came out of the table and he said to Hashem, Hashem, look what you did. Now you're happy, you accomplished, you destroyed everything in sight, that's impressive. And Hashem said, you're complaining? This is your fault. This is kimei noyach zoisli. Why do you think I gave you such advance notice about the mapple? Said, you should get the people to do tshuva. You didn't? This Marble is going to be called on your name. Kimei noyach zoisli, the pasuk says. So the Torah says, Noyach heard this and he was impressed. He saw that Hashem was right. What did he do? He did chuva immediately. He brought oiloys, he brought carbonois. And the Torah says vayora hashem es reach ani hashem smelled the delicious aroma of the carbonois, and hashem said never again, no more marbles. You see immediately at his of this avo. The year this hisparus is always followed by a splash of Yira and Avu, you see the same thing by Matan Torah and Har Sinai. You want to talk about Hisgalus of Hispaarus? The Torah is called Tiferes. In Kabbalah, each one of the spheroids has different names. Tiferes is Rosh Hashanah. Talmud is is written as Tov Tov which stands for Talmud Torah. The Torah is called Teferis. Torahs Emes Soysa Emes is Yaakov. Avinu. There are many proofs. When Hashem revealed the Torah, there was some splash of His Sparus. That's why the Gemara says that everything about the Torah is three. Oyraisat Lisoi. That, that the Torah was given in the third month of the year Sivan, through the third child, Moshe, Miriam, Aaron, Moshe, a whole bunch Tanach, all different threes. Three is that number teferis, Chesed, Gvura, Tiferes. What happened? When Moshe Rabbeinu described Matan Torah, he said, you know why Hashem gave the Torah? Yiros. Hashem gave the Torah. If you look at the pusuk at the end of the Aserah Sedibrois, when Moshe Rabbeinu is describing why all of this happened, why the mountain was shaking, it says the whole mountain was shaking and the people were petrified. They were filled with tremendous fear. Why? Number one so that you should be filled with yira, and then it also says over there, laman Nasois <laughs> eshem. Nasois is to lift you up, to bring you close. That the purpose of matan Torah was this hisgalus of yira and aharvah both. Same thing with the Egel Right after the Egel azov, Hashem became very angry. A hisgalus of yira. Right then, Hashem said to Moysher Rabbeinu, <coughs> uh, Teach me the, the Yudgemovida Sharachmim. No and there was the greatest Hisgalus of Ahav, or Rotzoin. Hashem, as, as a Zokin Mole Rachmim, with the Talus teaching Moysher Rabbeinu the secret of the Yudgemovida Sharachmim. Always these two going together. The Hisparus bringing the Hisgalus of the Hisparus, resulting in a Hisgalus of Yerot and a Hisgalus of Ahav. Where are we up to? Just a second. (laughs) Nimzo. Nimzo. she vi v'avah nimshochen al yidei ha-tsadik shemegale ha Therefore, we see that both of these items, yiro for Hashem and ava for Hashem, are both revealed through this tzadik who is Megala the Hisparus? Shahidezeh Kol Horitzaino is Which, as we learned last week, through this is the Hisparus, the tzaddik learns Hashem's rotzain behind every single part of the Briya. Shai Deze Nase canal. And through that is created this Yira and Av for Hashem. So therefore, if a person wants Yira or if a person wants avo, they have to go to these tzaddikim who understand and are Megale, the hisparus of Hashem, the hisparus that Hashem takes in the Am Yisroel, this soyd of Yisroel, Hashem Espoir, and those tzaddikim are also the ones who are Megale, the Yiru, and then Megale, the avo. this is what the Pesach says in Tehillim, ki teferes uzomoi otto Torum carnehu. This is describing Hashem. What is Hashem? Ki tiferes uzomoi oto zebchinas hayira shenizgale al yaday hisgalus haheisparus canal. Ki oiz hubechinas yira canal uzomoi is miloshin oiz. Oiz is strength, power, yira. Uzomoi comes from tiferes. Comes through a hisgalus of hisparus. Then there's a hisgalus of yira. Vazai and what follows after that? Torum Karnenu. Then Hashem shows off his Rotsoin, his Nachas. Nirtza. At the end of the Seder, we say Nirtsa, Nertso means Bavilikt in Yiddish. Hashem has accepted it with a satisfaction that Hashem takes Nachas and pride in our Seder, in what we did. So Rabbi says, V'azai beretsoincho torum Karnenu, ki megale The tzadik, who reveals the sign of Hashem behind every aspect of the Bria. Note this word rotsoin has two meanings. It has a double meaning. It means the intent that Hashem had behind the Bria, and it also means the Nachas, the satisfaction that Hashem has in the Bria. Because the whole Nachas that Hashem gets is from Klal Yisroel. From Klal Yisroel and how they bring out the beauty of the Bria. Ki Megala is migale, the is megale the rotsay. I'm sorry, Hashem kaviochol reveals his rotsay. Umaroyim karnom shel kanal. The king who's Megala, his rotsay and he elevates his, his mamlech each one. He lifts up each person according to their level. Shaideze his galus or so avo kanal. This is the galus of avo that we spoke about earlier. Nimtzah shehatzadik Sadik, megale hayero via so therefore, the conclusion of this whole paragraph is that it's the tzaddikim who have this function, they're the ones who are, <laughs> are megala, yira and avo. This is why the Bal Tav Kodesh says on, on the sentence that we say in Hallel, Pishu Lisharei Tzedek, Ovo the Balshem says, says, Zehashar Lashem. What's the gateway to come close to Hashem? Tzaddikim. The says that's the gateway. Through them, Yavoyu Voy. Through Tzadikim, a person can be Zicha to come close to Hashem. Through Tzadikim, a person can be Zicha to come. To Yerah, to come to Avah. They're the ones, a person on his own, who isn't Masig, this Hisparus that Hashem takes him in Israel. If he tries to attain Yera, he'll attain it, but in a very shallow way. Or if he tries to attain Avah, again, he'll attain it in a shallow way, like somebody who knows about the king, not like somebody who saw the king. The Tzadikim are the ones who said, Yeshayah Novi said, I saw Hashem. Rab- since I once said to the Apikursim the three atheists in Uman when they were having Vikuchim they were playing their philosophical baloney with him he said to them what are you hacking a tshinik for Vo'er, you have sfakus, you have questions about Hashem Vo'eres Hashem I saw Hashem I see Hashem what are you playing games you're having difficulty understanding emuna. so these tzaddikim who see they see the hisparus that Hashem gets in Bnei royal. through that there's a to see the rotzain of Hashem and the whole Bria, they're the ones who are in a position to show, to give you the movie version, the the, the video of the Yira and Av of Rashem, where a person gets gets it on a much higher level. Now, Rabbein, is also, go ahead. Coming up. Obviously, through becoming close to Tzadikim. But Rabbein is going to talk about it more in detail now. Now Rabbein Ezzel says, mm-hmm. When a Jew comes to a realization that the Midas, Ha-Yiru, and avo by him is not shining brightly, but rather it's become dark, it's become weak. <laughs> Bebechinas, as the Pesach says in hanofi albish shomayim kadrus, Vesak osim ksusum. Hashem says, Shamayim is something that's usually supposed to be shining with light. The sun and the moon, the koichovim, all of these things that radiate light. Mm-hmm. Hashem says, there's going to come a time when I'm going to cover, I'm going to dress the Shamayim in kadrus, in blackness, in darkness. Vesak osim K'Susam. And I'm going to put a sackcloth, the symbol of Avelus, the opposite of light. I'm going to use that to cover the Shemaim. Rabbanazal says, What is Shemaim? Shemaim, Zebuchinas, eish Umaim. The Gemara says that Shemaim is a combination of fire and water. Hainu, Yero, Vi Avo. is one of the nicknames for the combination of Yero and Avo. Yero is always compared to Esh. There's a pasuk in Chumish that says that when Yitzen saw the fire on Har Sinai, they were afraid of it. So, Eish Zira, Mayim is always an Indian of Avo. Mei Hachesed. Mayim is a symbol of Avo. Mayim Rabim Lo Yuchlu LeChapois se So associated with Avo. Rabinatal says Hainu Yeroviavo Nislapshim Bekadrus Venek Shochin Veneskasen Besak when a person feels that the Midas hayira and Avo inside of themselves has become darkened. It's this concept of Albishbik Bikadrus and Sag. The Hainu Shenech Etzloy Yervi Avo Ze Machmas Shenhshach Etzloy Oerhatzadik. This is a sign that the light of the tsadik has become dark inside of him. His kesher to the tzaddik has become weakened. Shemimenu mekablen Yero avo canal because that's the place from which a person draws this Yero and avo. So if a person feels a weakening of the midah of yiro and avo, it's obviously because his connection, his closeness to the tzaddik, has become weakened. Kilef for omim yesh shenechshach etzel echod hatzaddik. says he should know even by those people to be close to tzaddikim? They go through certain times when the light of the tzaddik becomes darkened by him. Ve'enoy zeicha Lohovin ve'liroys oiray hakodiel. The person starts having questions on the tzaddik. He's not zeicha to understand the tzaddik completely, and he's not zeicha to see the great light of the tzaddik. To him, it becomes dark. He begins to look at the tzaddik and not see anything special in him. The Apsha who ate Slat and even though he's close by to the Tsadik, he's holding by a madrego, where he's not Zikh to see and to taste the great light of the Tzadik. that through this Tsadik he could be Zakh to come to the epitome of good gabi Ephroin, and we see a concept of this in the Toira, a concept of somebody standing right next to a bright light, and he sees nothing. By whom? By the case of Ephroin, Shemokoim Moora Samach Belo, Shushar, Gan, Shederashom, Eulin Kolaneshomois. The, the place of the Ma'orah Samach Pela, which the Zohar HaKadosh calls the Share Eden, that's the place from which all the Neshomais, when they leave this world to go up to Gan Eden, they first pass through the Ma'orah Samach Pele, they pass by the Ovay Saktashim, V'oiroi Godol Ma'oid, and the light of the Ma'orah Samach Pela is very, very great, Afal Pikain et Hoyo Hoyamokim to Ephraim, it was a place of darkness, pitch black. He saw nothing. The alkein mechoroi Avram kimuva, and therefore, when Ephraim Achiti sold it, he sold it with tremendous joy. He was happy to get rid of it. He couldn't imagine why somebody was nuts enough to pay four hundred gold pieces, like a shekel kesev, the the most expensive silver pieces, for this mora He was he was excited to get rid of it. Why? Because Ephraim, the, the Sforamagdashim say Ephraim is bigimatria, ra He's the concept, he's the opposite of toivayin. He's the concept of one who doesn't see. Why? Where the oyer, Next, by him becomes nechshach. That's why, again, it was sold for 400 pieces, because 400 is bigimatria ra'ayin, bigimatria Ephroin. By Avram Avinu paying those 400 shekel kesef, he was being poideh, this oyer ha'godol, from this Ra ra'ayin, from this choshech, this darkness, when it was in the hands of Ephroin. This same thing in his hands that looked like junk, it got turned over to the hands of Avram Avinu, and there was an oyer ha'godol there. Rabbi Azal says, This Tzadik, whose radiance shines in all the worlds, when, when his light becomes dark by a person, imagine if the light of the Tzadik shines in all the heavenly worlds, of course in this world the Tzadik's light is certainly shining very brightly. Bright. It's against such a dark ba- background here. Via etzloy enoy meyer klal, and still you have a yid who's going through a Yerida. Where to him this light of the tzaddik is not glowing; it's not shining. Adarabu hu just the opposite. He looks and he sees darkness. He sees nothing. Vze machmas achiras hamaisim uksilus shaydei mais. ze machmas achiras uksilus The reason why this happens to a person is because a person's maisim become achur becomes spoiled. He does bad things. He does the wrong things, and ksilus <laughs> hasechel. He allows his mind to become foolish. Shalide meisim roim nischasech sichloi Because it's through a person doing meisim <laughs> roim that automatically causes his brain to become damaged. His brain becomes filled with foolishness. <laughs> There's a connection between a ma'aseh and the person's brain becoming lowered. The person's brain becoming this means a concept where the person's sechel becomes damaged, where it's it's nifsad. In other words, instead of it being constructive, instead of his brain helping him, his brain, his own brain, starts working against him. Chas As the pasuk says, loyodu. These people who are chachomim lohara. Their own chachma is being used to bring upon themselves ra chas through the fact that they do my simroim, this results in them not being able to use their sehel constructively to benefit them. But the opposite, their mind starts playing tricks on them, where it starts causing them to do things which bring upon them damage only to do damage. It's through this Ksilus Haseichel that a person becomes, Chas falls to a point where he cannot see and understand the Oyer of the Tzadik, period. Which means that the Yira and Ava become Nishashich Because the Oyer of the Tzadik is what radiates this Yira and Ava. Now Rabbi Zal says, Paragraph Gimel, what does a person do when this happens to him? When well, he falls into a place where he's doing Maisim roim, and the Maisim roim result in the fact that his brain becomes pogum, and he starts doing foolish things and as a result of that, this light of the tzaddik, to him he doesn't see any light, It he goes into a Yerida where he's no longer impressed with the tzaddik and as a result his Yira and avo go down what does a person do to deal with it? Rabbenazal says, Lachmiya Ulvatil Xilos Hasechil Hwali Dei Bekinas Mizbeyach. The tikkun for correcting this problem of this xilus hasehil is through the concept of the Mizbeach, which means tikkun ho as Rabbeinu Salah is going to explain, Ki iker yenikas hurak mibichinas Because the main place from which foolishness has a way of attaching itself to a person, which means klipois have a way of attaching themselves to the person, is through the concept of the mizbeach, which means The food the food that a person eats, because the Gemara says that a person's table is his mizbeach. The bread, that's the bread and salt that we have today, corresponds as the concept of a korban with salt on it. So our table is a concept of a mizbeach. When, when the achilo of a person is bigdusha, then then everything is okay. When a person's achilah is not in total kidusha, that's one of the best and easiest places for the klipahs to attach themselves to the person, for this xilus to attach itself to the person and to bring him down, to bring harm to the person. As Rabbeinazal is going to explain now, umishom iker yinikosom, that's the main place of the yinikah of klipos comes from achilah the Alkane Afilu, Achar achilas, Ishakoshir, Behechrich Sheyeloy Bilbul Hadas, Ktzas, Achar Akilo. Rabinazal says it's for this reason that you find that even when a religious person eats, right after the achilah there's a Bilbul hadas, there's a certain Bilbaladas that takes place as a result of the Achila. Why? Yenikas Haxilus This is because that's the place where Xilos attaches itself to the person. That's the place and time when Klepois attach themselves to the person. This is why, obviously, there are so many Azharas. There's Kedusha in front. There's Mayim Rishonim. We wash our hands before we eat. And we wash, we have Mayim Achronim. We wash our hands after we eat. All to deal with the Klippos, to deal with the Tumor. That's Nechaz, Amiodayim, Amik before the Achila, after the Achila and all the different kiddushos that we have during Achila, the Brochos that we make before and after is all a form of protection like when Yaakov Avinu was leading his family he puts soldiers in front and in back, constantly, that's like when, when you're afraid of being attacked you, you make this sandwich this blocking in front and blocking in back, that's this whole concept of the Brochos, Kodem machila and Lachra Achila and then Netila, Kodem machila and is all a concept because because we know that this is a time when the Xilus wants to attach itself to the person. Rabbein Azal says, However, a person has to be very careful to see to it to only give the klipois the tuma exactly the minimum that it needs to be able to exist. And not more than that. To try to give them nothing is not an option. If a person tries to do that, he could bring the roof down on himself. He could cause tremendous harm. So he has to try to give the klipois their tiny little portion just enough what they need to live on and not a drop more. And then when a person is that his mezbeach is the right way, which means that he's eating 100% Bekashrus, the 100% correctly, then the Klipois, which means this foolishness is nichna. It's this. It's weakened. It's destroyed. Because he's only giving them the minimum that they need, the minimum strength and sustenance that they need to be able to live. that he must give them, as is known. But he's not giving them one iota more of strength or chius than what they need to live on.